You're listening to the Sacker Cricket Show with Travis Wakeling, focusing on all things cricket in South Australia. Join the strikers in their quest for glory. Yes, welcome back to the Sacker Cricket Show with Travis Wakeling and Daniel Drew. We've had a great show today with some amazing guests. If you have missed any of the show today, make sure you search the Sacker Cricket Show wherever you find your podcasts and you'll be able to catch up on all the action. Our next guest is someone who has played a lot of cricket with my my good friend across the table here, Drewy, but uh, has also played some cricket back in the... Mid two thousands for South Australia and Western Australia. Tell you what was one of my favourite players as I stands watching the Pure Cup uh, back in the back in the mid two thousands. His name is Trent Kelly. Trent, welcome to the show. Hey boys, thanks for having me. And uh, Trav, um, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have uh, watched too many games because I didn't play that many. So <laughs> I'm glad I was your favourite player. I said one of. I didn't say the favourite, but. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Absolute crickets there, TK. <laughs> um, I gave you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, I want to cast, cast your memory back um, because you were an elite young talent. And when I was, when I was looking up um, everything to, ch- to chat to you about in your career, I saw that you played in a youth test series versus England that's actually started here in Adelaide. And uh, you had quite the series. You took eight wickets on your debut, and which actually the wicket you took the wicket of Ravi Bopara twice. So there's a good name. That's a uh, that's a pretty good start to your career, mate. Yeah, uh, Ravi Bopara, my bunny early on. Um, <laughs> things didn't really uh, go too much further from there, and he progressed beautifully into international cricket. But uh, very, uh, I was very lucky as a as a youngster. Uh, to be able to give, get given the opportunity to play, um, you know, some of that high performance uh, youth youth style cricket, um, and that gave me a good uh, platform to be able to progress on some some first class cricket. And yeah, just really grateful to for what cricket's uh, been able to give me um, back then, and and is still giving me through my opportunities with um, curating uh, cricket pitches for for the Saka. That's right. And uh, I, look, before we move on to the pitches, I would love to talk about more of your uh, more of your exploits on the uh, on the cricket field. So you're in, on this show. Our night watchman is the the segment where we talk to bowlers about their batting exploits. And can I just tell you, out of everyone we've had on this segment for the show this season, you probably have the best, close to the best average. I'm not uh, sure what Dizzy's average was, but uh, your average at first class level was 14.75 and you had a high score of 47, which, mate, crucial runs. South Australia only scored 638 that day and you made 47 of them. So that's a that's a pretty good contribution. <laughs> yeah, I, I must have got lucky a few times and I reckon um, one of our current uh, Pathways coaches, uh, Shannon Tubb, Either bowled the ball that got me out, or he caught me. So he cost me he cost me a fifty, and also in that same innings, I actually ran dizzy out. Yeah. I um I left him stranded at the other end, and and I, I copped a uh, a fair spray from the big fella as he walked off as well. So that was that was quite funny. Well, uh, another another no, with we're talking ball in hand now, and this would have been surely a highlight of your career in uh, your last game for South Australia. You did take a wicket, and it happened to be that of Mark Cosgrove. That would have been a satisfying wicket for you to take. Oh, whenever you get Cosy out, it's always uh, it's always exciting, and there's always uh, a few 
a few words exchanged, which is all in good good fun, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, greatest cricket memories, you've got one with the great man across from me down at West Torrens 2016-17. I think it was a one-day cup final. Uh, what, are your, what are your memories of that day and, and how did the great man go? Um, look, I, yeah, I was lucky enough to be a, a part of 16-17 um, with a group of uh, really talented young blokes, all, of, all now who are um, you know, in and amongst the, uh, the Redback system. Um, that includes Drewy, uh, Spencer Johnson, uh, Kelvin Smith, um, so they've all, they've all done really well. And, uh, in those games, well, that, that year, actually, we won, we won all three premierships, Trav. So we won the T20 premiership, the one day premiership and the two day premiership. So I'm pretty sure Drewy would have contributed pretty well to, um, to mo in most of those games. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a fantastic year for the West Torrance Cricket Club and, and well led by Mark Harrity, um, in that year. You touched on at the start of the at the start of the the segment around your um, your career that you now have taken the, the career path you've now taken as the Sacker Grounds Manager. Uh, tell us about your I suppose your progression. I know that you started studying whilst you were still playing um, in the you know prep, preparing pitches. Um, tell us about that sort of career path and how that all came about for you. Yeah, I was I was lucky enough when I was um, at school. Uh, to, to get involved in cricket pitch preparation with one of my good mates, um, Tom Plant, who who play, also played for the Redbacks and is a, a, a Glenelg Cricket Club legend. We used to walk across the road to um, to Camden Oval. I uh, went to school at Emmanuel College and um, we used to work together and uh, at lunch breaks and prepare pitches. And then um, uh, the, uh, the late, great uh, Kevin Lewis taught me um, a West Torrens legend and also played state cricket. He taught me a lot about um, cricket pitch curating, um, and then from there I just developed a passion. And um, whilst I was playing cricket, I had the opportunities to prepare pitches, and then a little bit of study, and um, and you know, ex- getting exposed to uh, lots of different situations and scenarios and and experiences. And uh, I find myself now um, uh, working back with the Saka as as Saka grounds manager, and really enjoying what I do. How are you finding, so obviously this year is the first year that we've had drop-in pitches down at Karen Rolton Oval. How are you finding um, that's gone sort of, sort of from your perspective in the first few few games? Been, it seemed to be an, an even contest between bat and ball. What are your thoughts on how it's going down there with the drop-ins? Yeah, really good summary. Um, you know, it was really good uh, back probably 12 months ago to work with Damien Hoff and his team at Adelaide Oval um, to help uh, with the whole project of getting the drop-in pitches down here and they've just, they have uh, given a new lease of life um, to Caramalt Oval. Just with uh, the challenges we've got with weather and, and, and football um, and the time of year that uh, Cricket Australia look to schedule Sheffield Chill games early early on September, October, it's just not really susceptible to, to grass growth. So we need to look at a different option. Uh, the drop-ins were, were that option um, and they've, they've provided... Um, what we wanted wanted them to, like you said, even contest between bat and ball, uh, making sure we're getting results um, from a four-day uh, longer format um, point of view, um, and yes, yeah, just just giving some real consistency across both venues of Karen Rolton Oval and Adelaide Oval, um, 
and no doubt all the players and I'm sure the spectators would love um, all cricket to be at Adelaide Oval, but there's lots of challenges there with with other stakeholders and, and other sports and concerts, which which mean that we need to utilise Karen o- Rolton Oval the best way possible. Now, TK, um, obviously our big great mate's doing quite well um, at the Heat, and he's obviously had a last good last couple of months. Um, obviously, just how excited and proud are you? Obviously, he's being probably one of his second dads um, through his career. I guess, what's your thoughts on how he's been going and... I guess yeah. How proud are you of you know how he's been the last year? Well, I'm just I'm just really pumped with um, how he's he's stuck at it. He, he as you know, Drewy Spencer's had uh, quite a a long uh, and drawn out career that hasn't he hasn't been able to keep himself on the park. Um, and over the last probably three years, about three years ago, he identified that you know he needed to improve in in lots of different areas. Um, he's done that. And then, yeah, just last year in the BBL and, and over the last 12 months and even, you know, the last few games, it's been great to see um, how he, he, you know, takes opportunities in big moments. Um, you know, the other night he, he really uh, took the ball by the horns and, and, and you know, delivered in, in the, you know, second or last over uh, to give the Heat a great chance of winning. So it's just that... I think it's that attitude of, um, you know, you can win from anywhere and just having that belief and confidence. And, yeah, I, I am super proud of what he's been able to achieve and um, hopefully I get some sort of commission out of that 1.8 mil. Yeah, I've, I've already asked him about that. Um, so we'll see how we both go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to get him on the show and see if I can be a part of that as well at some point. But, um Trent, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on the show and uh, take a little bit of a walk down memory lane uh, with you and no doubt uh, our listeners and members will uh, will see you around Karen Rolton Oval and, and Adelaide Oval as you uh, as you keep preparing the world-class pitches that you are. So well done to you, mate, and uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much for having me and, and, and well, done, well done on your show. Thank you, Trent. Cheers. That was Trent Kelly from the... From the Redbacks and WA, former player, played a few games back in the mid-2000s. Great little career that he had. And uh, like I said, preparing some absolute world-class pitches these days for everyone to enjoy. So that's been that's all of our guests today, Drewy. So we've, uh, we've absolutely uh, had a cracking lineup today. So it's been great to have you on as well. Thanks for having me, Trav. Yeah, it's been good. It's been, uh, it's been a nice experience. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, mate, you're welcome back on the show anytime. You know, I know Gemma and Dizzy are um, chomping at the bit to get back in as well. So now I've got uh, three great, capable co-hosts to come on the show with me as well. So uh, what, what does the rest of the week look like for you, mate? Um, back at training tomorrow, Thursday. Um, and then we've got, a, we've got a game Saturday for West Torrens and then a quarterfinal on Sunday as well for West Torrens in a one day. So... Busy, busy couple of weeks. And then um, Redbacks get back underway in early Feb as well. Yeah, Redbacks, early Feb. There's a Shield game um, in Victoria and then a one day afterwards. So um, pretty much there's a week apart from the Big Bash um, and then it's back into, into Redbacks, which is exciting. No rest for the wicked, hey? No. Well done. Well, uh, mate, good luck for the rest of the season. Great to have you on the show today. Um, and like I said, welcome back anytime. Next week, we've got a massive show lined up. It's the Adelaide Test next week. Can't believe that has crept up. So we've got a huge lineup uh, planned for you. So make sure that you listen in. If you have missed 
any of today's show, make sure you catch up on the podcast. Just search The Sacker Cricket Show on wherever you grab your podcasts and you'll find it there. And make sure as well you get along. There's a beautiful game tonight of cricket at Adelaide Oval. It's the Adelaide Strikers versus the Hobart Hurricanes. Absolutely vital that the Strikers get the win to keep themselves in finals contention. So if you haven't got your tickets already, make sure you jump online to Ticketek, search... BBL tickets, and you'll find the Adelaide Strikers versus the Hobart Hurricanes at Adelaide Oval tonight. So we hope to see you there. Thank you, and we will see you next week.